I'm Andy Leroy and this is That Entertainment Podcast. And the word Shakespeare can send either shivers of delight or shivers of fear through people, but I'm kind of guessing which camp today's guest falls into. Jodie O'Regan, thanks for joining me today. Oh, my absolute pleasure, Andy. Just wanted to acknowledge that I'm coming to you today from Ghana land. I wanted to acknowledge the traditional owners of this land that I live, work and play on and also their elders past and present. And I see that you're actually on Nudgery land. That's right, we certainly are. So, Borough's Fadi Bard Festival is the inaugural event, and I'm yeah. curious to see how the idea for this actually came about. Oh, well, as we were just chatting about, things happened during the pandemic, hey? So, mm. just prior to the pandemic, my husband and I were living in Nashville, USA, and while I was there, I wrote a score for a Shakespeare festival going on in Nashville, and their annual summer Shakespeare festival oh. that's held in a park and runs for about seven weeks each year. And I was involved in that as a composer. And then we found ourselves back in Adelaide because of the pandemic mm -hmm. and then moved to Borough where we bought an ex-church and it has the most beautiful acoustics for live music. Although we're not actually using this venue <laughs> because it's our home and yeah. our music <laughs> studio, uh, but it's not a public performance venue. So we'll actually be putting it in the town hall. So I've been involved in Shakespeare shows now for a couple of years and loving it. And when I came back to Adelaide, I got involved with Butterfly Theatre and was commissioned to write a few pieces of music for their Shakespeare show and had been performing with them. And I thought, well, I'm here in Borough. Borough is an interesting heritage town and it's quite artistic and there's some amazing people here. And I thought, let's just see what happens if we put it on. It'd be hilarious. Like, yeah, it seems like <laughs> the perfect place to do it because Borough has got all of those beautiful old buildings and such history as well. And and also That's for anybody right. in Adelaide, it's a beautiful escape for the weekend and your yeah. your festival falls over three days. So yeah, that's a right. great excuse to get out of town. Absolutely. It's a two-hour drive. As far as I can see, the accommodation is now booked out for Borough. So it's a good opportunity to stay in Clare and pack up on your Riesling instead. Mm, Clare is <laughs> just, lovely. Just down the road. I can't that's right. That. <laughs> yep, yep, that's what, right. What drew you to Shakespeare? Was it simply having happened upon it in when you were in Nashville or was it something that you've always had an interest in? More just the circumstances of, of finding myself writing for mm. writing, setting Shakespeare to music and then thinking, it's fantastic. It's <laughs> do you know, like it's just it was just so it's such a, it's just such a joy to set his words to music that's so fantastically written and so musical and then from there just watching i've been watching a lot of actors perform a lot and thinking that's great i think once oh. you can kind of remove yourself from the high school trauma of having studied oh that, i know what you mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 and one of the people we've got coming up is a director and acting teacher tony knight and he is really very skilled at ensuring when actors perform Shakespeare that it's all completely accessible and understandable. Mm. And there's a craft to performing Shakespeare because, you know, for a lot of people, and I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm included. You watch some Shakespeare and you think, I don't know what, what just happened. I don't understand any of these yeah, words. Right. This is absolutely, you know, like they just 
and it can sometimes and I think I don't know what how to, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and it can sometimes have kind of this highbrow effect, can't it? Where people kind of almost distance themselves as a separate kind of group as you know Shakespearean appreciators. But Shakespeare, oh, exactly. And Shakespeare was a popular writer of his day, so exactly, there's yeah, bound yeah. To be some things in there that are laced in there to to please the crowd, yeah. Andy, you are exactly right, and that is why the focus is on party bard, on silly stuff and fun stuff. And <laughs> you know, and I um, have sung a lot of Elizabethan madrigals and things like that, and think that sort of the text of these songs gives an insight into what life was like in the era, mm. and it was naughty it was farty and you know and lusty and drinking and partying and people were as big a rat bags then as they are now do you know yeah yeah i'm kind of picturing uh, one of the events there i can see you've got some um drinking songs from the 17th century by that's, right, that's right i've just got this image of pirates and beer wenches just having a rollicking time in the pub you know that's kind of the image <laughs> that evokes for me that's right that's <laughs> that's what i'm going for yeah <laughs> So that yeah, that I I don't want to create a sense of elitism and and high art and and that sort of thing. I mean, I I understand people will be some people about Shakespeare, and and I get that, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, but but the the two theatre shows we've got coming up. So Tony Knight's bringing a, an acting troupe from Actors Studio, mm -hmm. and Butterfly Theatre. They have both selected like the funniest fartiest bits of Shakespeare and sort of greatest <laughs> hits and put them together into these beautiful montages. Love it. So that it's sort of designed to be really just the most accessible and most entertaining and most fun and not complicated and not full of weird language and all you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's just really it's that they've accessible. carefully crafted shows, yeah, to just be entertainment, as you say, which was Shakespeare was Netflix of his day, you know? Mm. He was just being entertaining. I see as well that you've got a couple of really interesting things happening as well. You've got the the Bubble Bubble Toil and Trouble game and also a VR performance, yeah. immersive experience. They sound really cool, like a really great way to bring Shakespeare into the 21st century. So this is a story of the pandemic as well. The amazing playwright and lecturer, I suppose, teacher, who was based in Melbourne, Fleur Kilpatrick, care of pandemic ended up moving in a circuitous kind of way to the Riverland where she is the, now the artistic director of the Riverland Youth Theatre mm. and she's an extraordinary theatrical force and human being and is running the most amazing program and she's bringing a crew and they're coming over for the weekend and they have this events the um the D, D game and then the VR immersive Romeo and Juliet which are designed for youth and uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. It, it sounds and then, really amazing. And yeah. I'm just wondering, yeah. you know, if the nurse is going to tell me off in person if I'm actually wasting my time up on the balcony too long. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been reading that the balcony scene was never in the original Romeo and Juliet. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's not. There's no indication of it in the in the original play. Ah. It's just become a become a thing that people do. Wow, okay. I guess maybe they get some elevation and get a little bit of um, height onto the stage, maybe? Or it's a bit more romantic, maybe, than a field. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> or the bedroom it window. <laughs> it was such a good addition that it's just become uh, the form. Yeah, yeah. incredible. <laughs>
I see um, there's music from the era as well, I can see. And I was interested to read about some of the instruments. And I have to admit, I did have to Google some of them because I've never heard of them. So, um, have, have you... so I have the great advantage of their coming to, to Barra. So I can just, I can go to the workshop and see what they all are. Amazing. This is Lyrebird bringing yeah. up their 40 different instruments from medieval and renaissance. So they're bringing up period instruments. Yeah. And... It's just going to be incredible. So, like, if I'm coming along, could I learn to play a lute? Yeah, so they are offering a workshop on Saturday morning at 11am, and that's free, and they will teach us a couple of medieval songs, and they'll have their instruments. And they said, if you play an instrument, bring it along. Hmm. Uh, and Like, I've got a recorder I think I'll go with, and oh, they'll geez. teach us um, yeah. a couple of medieval songs. So that's going to be fantastic for like us up here. Yeah. So yeah. I was um, yeah. some of the names though of, of these older instruments, the cornuse. Have you come across that before? You must have if you're involved with these festivals. <laughs> You'd think so, wouldn't you? But no, I've no idea <laughs> no. what I've no idea what that well, is. I've done some research for you. It's similar fantastic. to bagpipes. They're like bagpipes, and they're from oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, the crumb horn. Yeah. Really that one I have seen before. Mm -hmm. It looks like a walking stick, almost like the end of Fantastic. a walking stick, and it's yeah. got a capped, yeah. a capped reed. So, um, awesome. <laughs> the way they explained it on the video was that the sound is either on or off. You haven't got any dynamics in it. It's just right. like blowing going. Right. So, yeah, right. it's um. But again, like these really interesting instruments that have survived centuries, really, and people have taken the care and the effort to learn them and now presenting music with them. I think it's a really great thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's wonderful. That will be a really a real treat for us. And that thanks to Lyrebird. Absolutely. That's amazing. So this yeah. does sound like the perfect weekend escape. And um, you can go and see oh. some performances. You can listen to some music or even kind of do some workshops up there. So Yeah, we will have some. We've got some speakers. We have, it didn't, uh, Robert didn't make it into the program because he just popped up um, after I printed it. Oh. But Robert Finian, who is an academic at Flinders Uni in the English department, is going to come up and give us talk about Shakespeare's Fools at, on Sunday just before Butterfly. Theatre, so that will be amazing. Well, yeah, <laughs> and, that's a real and coup, Fleur right? giving a talk. Yeah, 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 that's great. And I'm sure that um, you know, being in Borough was was probably a magnet for all of these people to come as well. You know, like it's an, an amazing festival you're putting together there, and in such a beautiful location. And um, if people want to grab tickets, they can jump onto your website. Yep, uh, yeah, conveniently called fartybard.com. F-A-R-T-Y-B-A-R-D. Beautiful. And I'll leave all the links in the show notes as well. Jodie O'Regan, thank you Jamie. so much for your time today. It's been oh. great having a chat and good luck over the weekend. Thank you very much. Wonderful. The inaugural Fatty Bard Festival is happening this weekend, the 5th to the 7th of May 2023 up in Borough. So grab your tickets online from their website. All the links are available from the show notes at thatentertainmentpodcast.com.au. I'm Andy Leroy and that entertainment podcast is a welcome change media production.